0: monster <laughs> i just, just a hit- gremlin that crawls under out from under a rock once in a while to record a podcast with you then burrows back in
1: i just hit record when you said that and i really <laughs> hope it picked it up because that's not okay. getting edited out okay keep it it's true that-, that that is where i am at the moment that's the cryptid <laughs> that you are is the trash monster
0: yeah what, what I, I don't even know what cryptid it's not even Bigfoot where it's like you might see me in the woods maybe it's no I'm
1: under a rock you're Danny DeVito in uh it's always sunny in Philadelphia I'm the trash man I throw yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm penguin living in the sewers
0: and I <laughs> my little umbrella once in a while to poke around at shit. oh god
1: can I be Oscar the Grouch You can be whoever you want to be. Beautiful. I want to be sassy and angry and live in a garbage can. If that's
0: what you aspire to, 2020 is your year.
1: Yo. (laughs) Trash monster energy 2021. So, hey, have you seen the ads that are going on right now? Well, hold on. Hi, this is supposedly. We have a podcast.
0: (laughs) You know what? I just figured... uh, just jump into it hi welcome to supposedly i'm jesse this is rue yep hey i'm rue welcome to the middle of our conversation
1: we're trash monsters this week (laughs) (laughs) and maybe maybe you are too and that's okay it's it's very much approved can you turn your mic down just a little bit oh yes i can okay thanks how's that let's see better testing testing one yeah that's better i love that we both do that we do like better Better better, and then we wait and it's like you have to talk for me to know if it's Barry. We just what the fuck is blowing up in my house? I swear something is blowing up outside of your place. (sighs) I really hope it's just like night military militia or uh, not militia artillery testing. I'm like, what are you hoping for? (laughs) No, because I listen. My life is really weird and I'm used to things blowing up and gunfire sometimes. Now it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, I wonder.
0: Do you ever wonder if some of that is, like, residual from where you're living? Like, residual
1: sounds, you know? I mean, it could be, but it's also not. Okay, well, you know. They blow up. No, like, I I would say, yeah, it could be, but I also, like, see helicopters on a daily basis. So Probably not. So, unless they're ghost helicopters, but they're very modern. Well, good for the ghosts. Right? Yeah, like, living their best ghost life. No, I have a video. I'll probably put it on our social media, but I'll send it to you that's, like, literally because the weather is gray here most of the time from October to April. (laughs) It's very bleak. I'm sure the explosions don't help. And there's, I, like, took a video of me on one of my walks, because that's all I do, Uh walking through on this gravel path that's like farmland and flowers and that's it it's very ideal like german village life That sounds so nice. It sounds so nice. And it is. It's just very much. a. I listen to murder podcast. Okay. It's still blowing up. I listen to like murder podcasts while I'm on these walks and I'm like. And then you're like, please don't let me end up in the ditch next to the road. Yeah. 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 But anyways, I took this video of this like very gray overcast day. And it's just like, like if I was the type of person to make a horror movie, this would be a scene in it. Even just shitty cell phone video camera footage. (laughs) Because it's like my shoes crunching on gravel in this gray overcast day. And in the back, you (laughs) just hear. And I'm just like, this is where I buy. Listening to your murder podcast. And then they found her hacked up in the back of the van. And I'm just like, oh, it's going to be me next. (laughs) Oh, it's that- like that's your opening of Law and Order. Dun, 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 dun. Also, I think that was my uh, best Karen Kilgariff impression. So shout out to you, Karen. Hacked up in the back of a truck somewhere. Ah, uh, okay. So how are you, Trash Monster? uh trashy. Yeah. But ha- hanging
0: in there. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling pretty gross about myself at the moment. Yep. Like a trash monster do. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen those ads that have come out what is Jesus. happening there Ru? do you need to look outside or something this is ridiculous um i'm going to just hold hold on a sec go talk to your husband and verify that that's okay right I'm concerned. it's like shaking okay. my whole studio just, give me
1: a second yeah hello ghost oh my gosh so
0: like rue's getting bombed apparently what's happening
1: there <sighs> okay i'm back hold on let me get my oh you left where did you go? Oh no. Oh, this is the cursed episode. Um, Hold on. Oh no. So I came back and Jesse's gone. <laughs> uh. I'm back. Hi. Hi. Okay. So- it is just the artillery tests. I went in. Okay. No, like I went into the other room because like technically my studios in the hallway kind of like it's a separate room it's a storage room technically and so it's like outside of our apartment So like I went into our apartment and Darnell was like um uh, why are you here so early and I was like are we are we under attack are we safe and he was like yeah why and I was like because I just keep hearing these explosions that like shake my whole room and he was like they're just doing tests and I was like doesn't oh, even face okay. it I thought I was like not safe and he's like I'll tell him to turn it down babe so hopefully he's gonna get on that He's he be like oh, my wife's recording a podcast like 30 people listen could, could to Could you guys just like not right now Could you just take a break? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, so yeah. This and then I came back and you were gone. Like this is I've I've taken to calling this the cursed episode. Yeah, my internet <laughs> dropped
0: and I was like, all right, well, at first, I was like, "Oh shoot, maybe are they under attack?" And then I realized it was on my end, and I was like, "Okay." I panicked for a second. I was like, "Oh
1: my god, are, they, are you okay?" No, I like—I don't know if you heard me, but like, I went out and I like looked out the window, and I was like, "Hello, ghosts!" And then, <laughs> and then your internet drops. She's like, "Oh my god, she found a ghost." No, it's <laughs> not the demon in the basement. Fine.
0: Good. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I've been getting really into doing my genealogy on ancestry yeah have
1: you found anything else out yes a lot a lot a lot
0: um i'm trying to find my irish and scottish surnames yeah because i believe i might have an ancestral castle somewhere and that's always been a dream of mine because i'm a weirdo to have an ancestral castle
1: Um,
0: but one thing i wanted to talk about with you is the fact that i really believe you can find whatever you're looking for in your genealogy through your ancestors yeah um so I'm putting it out there now that I'm either going to find a true crime or a paranormal through all my research and then I'm going to present it as one of our stories at some point
1: that's super dope yeah and I'd
0: love to do the same thing for your genealogy
1: yeah so I ordered 23andMe (gasps) yeah it was hella on sale and and so after we were recording I like went out to darnell because like it's it's on sale but it's still a decent enough purchase to like have right. a conversation with your significant i be like hey is it cool if I and he's like yeah, like what are you doing? Fifty bucks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna buy my my twenty-three and me. Is that cool? And he's like, Yeah. And I was like, Do you wanna do it too? And he's like, No, I'm good. I was like,
0: Okay. Ever since your your story on Pocahontas, and mm-hmm. then I found the Native American in my DNA. Mm-hmm. I, I've been really searching and I wanna find that story, no matter how bad it may yeah. be. Um the rumor was that I guess on my dad's side my mom Mm -hmm. had told me that they had a family rumor that one of the great great grandparents or something like that married a Native American woman so I'd like to believe that it was a consensual thing but I do want to find out that story no matter what it is because that woman deserves to have a voice Mm
1: -hmm. um yeah so no, I'm I'm really excited. And like this summer I did some genealogy just like with Ancestry.com and that kind of stuff. And so I'm excited to see how much of that was legit.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I was able to trace pretty far back through just names and birth dates and who was in whose baptism records. And so, I'm, Ooh, yeah. but, there, but there's always that like, uh, d- did somewhere the wires get crossed? And we're talking about a different John because every goddamn person's named John in the 1700s. And so it's <laughs> one of those where I'm like, okay, did I go off on a tangent I didn't mean to or like right. did I really find that and it, it'll be cool to see if it corroborates to me if because then right. I'll be like oh shit like that really is where that grave is located in England and like I should go visit that while I'm here and really be it like instead of just this wild goose chase of like well the website said it was but like when I have like factual DNA evidence to be like no yeah you're on the right path I'll be like oh that's cool
0: Absolutely. And I found with Ancestry, I've done Ancestry multiple times. So I don't like to pay for stuff. Yeah, Uh, And every time they have a free trial. Mm -hmm. A lot of
1: libraries have access too. Yeah.
0: Anytime they have a free trial, I jump on and I just work my butt off for the the month Mm -hmm. free trial or however long it ends up being. Yeah. Um, and the first time I did it, I got really far, but mm-hmm. the second time I did it, I had to correct a lot of the stuff I had yeah. done the first time because yeah. I was a new user and I wasn't mm-hmm. really verifying my sources in the way that I do now. Yeah. But I will say it took me exactly all of one day to track down my birth father. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know where he is or okay. his number or anything, but yeah. I was able to verify that he is who I thought okay. he was. Um, and I had tried tracking him down through Ancestry and yeah. other places multiple times. Once mm-hmm. again, I
1: have no intention of meeting this person. Yeah. I really don't want to. But I would like to know, kind of. Yeah. And well, it's just, I think that when you know the name to call something by, it loses its power over you. Exactly. And you Absolutely. may not want a relationship with this person, but that's still genetically half of your story. Right. And I, you deserve I to have life. that
0: feeling like half of a person because yeah. i didn't know this whole other identity right. mm-hmm. um so it took me all of the day to verify that and i wow. found out that one of the reasons i could not locate him before mm-hmm. through all this is the fact that his father passed away when he was one year old oh, and wow. then his mother remarried and they were adopted into that
1: family oh okay yeah
0: into the stepfather and without that mm. piece of knowledge I wouldn't have known but thanks to ancestry and the amazing resources they have yeah I was able to figure that out and I've That's gotten cool. a lot further in my family story and given stories to my ancestors who I feel like are very much forgotten yeah that I would have never never known and right I
1: just love it. yeah I think that I think it is really important to like honor and remember your ancestors um no okay so a cool thing that happened to me was well, two cool things. First cool thing is I tracked down some of my, I think it was a grandfather, like three greats back. Okay. Immigrated from Switzerland. Ooh, Okay. Which is like a six hour drive from me. Like I, I want to go go. when when COVID is safe. Hopefully this vaccine comes out soon. Like I would love to go and visit because it's this small little town and I would love to go and see that. Other cool thing. So you yeah. know how Ancestry will, like, sometimes have pictures or...
0: Yeah, records. find a
1: grave, yeah. or there, there
0: are different pictures that people will post, or yeah. you'll be able to find historical records that will lead you to pictures, yeah.
1: So I found, I think it was a great, great grandparents, I think, great, I'm not sure how many times back, couple times back, uh-huh. but they had pictures, and I was like, oh, wow, like, yeah, no, that, like, the dude really legitimately looks like my grandmother that's amazing and I was like oh wow that's really cool and you know again it's on the internet so you're like "Eh, maybe this isn't right because anyone can publish any photo and be like this is who it is and not and I was like wow that's really cool that I get to see who that person looked like yeah and then so Uh um when we came back from the states Darnell had gotten a lot of pictures from his family and you know just Mm -hmm. stuff like that so we put up a gallery wall um it looks really cute I'm really proud of it it's amazing that's something I really want to do at my new place yeah and so I was going through some of my old pictures I don't have a lot but I have some of the family photo albums from when my grandmother passed And there's way more pictures at my mom's house but I have like a little tiny collection here and I was like, oh, yeah, let me go through these, see if I want to put any up on the wall and just kind of have this walk down memory lane. Uh-huh. Jesse, I open one of the photo albums, Uh huh. the whole photo of all of those great, great grandparents, the same photo <gasps> I found online. I have the hard copy original photo. Oh, my God. That's so cool. I know. I love it. Dude, I got such like chills. I had like goosebumps. I was like, Oh my god! Like I really have this because like it's it's so much cooler to have it on the kind of sticky matte paper yeah. instead of like you know printed out at CBS kind of thing. Like, oh, it was so cool.
0: We've had this mirror for I don't know how many generations, and it's but super
1: haunted. I don't know. Mirrors are freaky. Okay, All right. It.
0: I've got a weird thing for hand mirrors too. Mm-hmm. It was a silver hand mirror, and it was very much dented on one side. And the family story that went with it was that one of I don't know who, but somebody mm. got very, very sick with, like, tuberculosis or something like oh. that, and how they used to call for help is they would bang that mirror on the side of the nightstand, oh so my. I'm, like, trying to find those people, and there was a picture, but it's, like, a great, great aunt or yeah. something like that. Wow. It, it's very interesting. I will say, like, after connecting with the first cousin that mm-hmm. I spoke to, well, I didn't speak to but we discovered together on last. Yeah. podcast. My- He gave me just a few details about his family and with that I was able to run and like I
1: said within a day I had the information that
0: I've been looking for my whole life. That's
1: so cool. I'm so excited for when mine comes in. I hope it doesn't take 17 years. Things take a really long time to get here.
0: I'm going to challenge you too then to find something in your family history and genealogy whether it be through ancestry or newspapers that we can talk about on the podcast whether it be a true crime or paranormal or just weird or you
1: know
0: let's let's give a
1: voice to one of those under- yeah yeah no and I I know that it's there <laughs> um oh yeah
0: for sure because Everybody well, can
1: find it. especially like my grandmother had a lot going on she mm-hmm. was very much like you know I, I call myself a witch I practice craft and stuff um and a lot of that comes from I have like intuition and I see things and hear things and mm-hmm. whatever that are not connected to this astral plane or earthly plane it's the whatever my grandmother had this to the extent that it was kind of spooky like to the point that you would be sitting next to her and she'd be like oh can you answer that and you'd be like what and before the word what even left your mouth the phone would ring oh that's cool or like there was this one time I remember being a little kid doing Christmas shopping it was like this time of year and my mom got we were I think it like Costco or Macy's I don't know some store we were looking at sweaters from my grandma mm-hmm. and my mom had been like oh should I get her the pink one or the blue one the pink one or the blue one? like they're both cute I don't know which one she'd prefer all right whatever we'll get the pink one and she put it in the basket and we're walking around it must have been like Costco because I think we were grocery shopping and her phone rings uh-huh. and she picks it up and she's like oh hey mom what's up and my grandmother says hi honey it's really sweet that you're doing some Christmas shopping for me I really think I would prefer the blue sweater <laughs> that's amazing like I, they were not talking about this there was yeah. no my grandmother was four hours away like she wanted she wanted the blue sweater she wanted the them. blue sweater <laughs> and it's and I love the grandma energy to be like no you're gonna get me the blue sweater. it's, it's the blue I'd I'm too old to even car. play that I like this yeah <laughs> But no, like that kind of stuff would just happen. And so it's like knowing that that's where I get the the even smaller level of that intuition that I have means that as I trace this shit up the line, I'm sure I'm going to find some weird ass shit.
0: Oh, man, you have to do it, do it, do it, do it. They do have a free trial going right now for two weeks. They always <laughs> do around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, I got us a newspapers.com. Oh, right on. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. That I think I'm going to keep with us so we can continue our yeah. our own research for the podcast as well. So,
1: oh, that's so cool. All right. We Eventually, we'll get, a, we'll get a
0: Patreon and we'll, yeah.
1: They'll yeah. pay for our, maybe. Right. Maybe, hopefully, possibly. It's
0: only $10 a month, guys.
1: <laughs> that's okay. like 50 cents from all of you. <laughs> even throw in yeah right bonus content at what point does our patreon just become an only fans of desperation
0: I mean I think that's how every patreon is born
1: that's that's fair it's like just ghost nudes (laughs) Zach Bagans is just like oh my god check out my
0: boobs
1: (laughs) (laughs) sorry couldn't receive (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, I feel like we should tell some stories though And it's your turn to go first this week. Okay, sweet. I am doing something a little special. Okay. But no, so remember how for Halloween you did the costume countdown? Yeah. So I thought for the Christmas season, and I, because it supposedly went a little awry too, and probably should have done this for last week's episode, because that's when December started, but I can't count. Uh, So we're doing it now. Love it. I'm going to do creepy Christmas traditions from around the world. Ooh, fancy. And we are going to start with the biggest, the baddest, the bestest, our boy Krampus. Oh, let's start. I think Is he almost, German? He's Austrian, technically, Austria. but also German. Okay. Austria and Germany are very, very close. And a lot was of the... I to say, you're like right in the mix of it. So. Yeah, there's a lot of cultural exchange. Yeah. So I think a lot of people already know about Krampus because like movies have come out and stuff I told Darnell I was doing this the other day and he was like what's that so maybe maybe some of you don't know about Krampus and I'm really excited to get to be the one who pops your Krampus cherry
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's something I never want to experience
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so see I say so too it's all right I know I know so supposedly that's maybe that's (laughs) what our so Patreonals. supposedly supposedly you just it's it's almost like a like a jersey i supposedly <laughs> supposedly on december 6th throughout parts of europe primarily austria and germany little children who've spent the year being good wake up with treats of fruit and candy in their shoes delighted to discover that saint nicholas has visited them and rewarded their good behavior so that's, that's actually, on the sixth yeah so that's sunday the sixth, yes So before this episode comes out, yeah. Before this episode comes out, Whoops. No, so actually growing up, like, because I am so hella German, this is something that we did. Like, my mom would always put stuff in my shoes and I got so freaking jazzed. I'd have like a Barbie in my shoes and candy. Like, I was like, oh yeah. What do you mean your mom did it? Didn't St. Nicholas do it? Oh, right. Yes. Sorry. He traveled all the way from, I I just assumed that because we, I don't think that St. Nick has a passport maybe or like access to international travel that i think my mom helped him out he was like she was like oh you're you've got all of austria and germany to take care of i'll help you out fam
0: well christy and i are actually doing christmas on saint nicholas day this year oh sweet so nice yeah coming up
1: or it's already happened depending on (laughs) which plane of existence you are whether you are us right now or listening to this later it is both and in the same Mm. so that's what you could expect if you have been good So while these good little children are sleeping, during that evening, while St. Nicholas is coming to fill up their shoes, something worse is lurking and taking care of the children who don't behave. And his name is Krampus. So Krampus Krampus is a creature who stands upright and is often depicted as having one hoof and one hairy human foot with jagged toenails.
0: What? What? Okay, that that bit is new to me. (laughs) What? How does he walk? Uh, Trim those toenails, man. If my toenails get a little long, like I am feeling that in my shoe.
1: I hate it. I have to do my toenails. It's... Does he
0: wear a horseshoe on one of his hoof on his hoof, and then he wears a regular shoe on his toenail? Um, or like he wears a red bottom? Thank you very much. I think we agree he needs a pedicure, and maybe that's mm-hmm. why he's cranky. Mm-hmm. I think we solved it because St. Nicholas puts stuff in people's shoes. Mm -hmm. Krampus has no footwear. He's jealous.
1: Yeah. It's a a shoe fetish. It's a Christmas shoe 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 fetish.
0: He never got to have things in his shoe because he has no shoes.
1: I actually wonder if the Christmas shoes song that makes me cry every single time it's even referenced is actually like about Krampus. I wonder if it's like from Krampus's perspective. What are you talking about? Oh, you don't know? Oh, no. man. Okay. Wait, what? Oh, what? dude. Christmas shoes. Hold on. We are going to... Guys, I'll tell this story at some point. It's fine. We're looking up the lyrics right now because if you don't know the Christmas shoe song, you need to get put on this. What
0: the heck is the Christmas shoe song? Okay. Let me be the first to say I don't like Christmas music. I
1: oh, it's, know it's all terrible. Last Christmas terrible by Wham Person. is the only acceptable Christmas song there is.
0: I really like Hanson's Snowden album. Okay.
1: And that's about it. That's fair. I accept that. Okay, so Christmas shoes. Oh. God, it's so bad. It was almost Christmas time. There I stood in another line, trying to buy the last gift or two, not really in the Christmas mood. Standing right in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing around like little boys do. And in his hands, he held a pair of shoes. His clothes were worn and old. He was dirty from head to toe. And when it came his time to pay, I couldn't believe what I heard him say. Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while, and I know these shoes would make her smile, and I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight.
0: Why are you doing this to yourself? (laughs) Why are you listening to something so designed to depress you?
1: I've never... Also...
0: As a sick person, I don't want shoes. Just let me be right.
1: sick. I don't want Jesus shoes. Give me some
0: grippy socks. Thank you. But yeah, uh,
1: uh, continue with your sad ass song. Oh, that's just that's just the the sampler. If you want to continue, but basically, no, I, it's a, you want to hear the rest. No. Yeah, I want to oh. hear the rest. You can't just
0: start with that. Let me guess: his mom dies wearing the shoes, and like All the right. buckles are shiny or something. <laughs>
1: Okay. He counted pennies for what seemed like years. Of course, the of course. Cashier said, son, there's not quite enough here. I love these simple rhymes. It's so good. He searched his pockets frantically. Then he turned and looked at me. He said, mama made Christmas good at our house, though most years she just did without. Tell me, sir, what I'm going to do. Somehow I've got to get her these Christmas shoes. So I laid the money down. I just had to help him out. I'll never forget the look on his face when he said mama's gonna look so great so I want to buy these shoes for my mama please it's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size could you hurry sir daddy says there's not much time you see she's been sick for quite a while and I know these shoes would make her smile and I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight I knew I'd caught a glimpse of heaven's love as he thanked me and ran out I knew that God had sent that little boy to remind me just what Christmas is all about uh And then the chorus again. I want her to look Uh, beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight.
0: Just
1: tell me about Krampus. And also, like, if we're going with the Christian tradition, this is Jesus's birthday. Like, I don't think he, like, hi, can you get your, like, dying mom and her shoes away from my birthday party? Look, it's a nice
0: thought.
1: It's a nice thought,
0: but it's... But it's also, that's it's so designed to pull at the heartstrings oh it is
1: it's like a super bowl commercial
0: cringe a little
1: yeah merry cringemath (laughs) can we call this episode that sure
0: done thank you (laughs)
1: um yeah no so maybe that's actually like where the inspiration for the christmas shoes song came from was like maybe the man actually who's the protagonist of the song is Uh actually krampus and he's like Maybe he's been like really grumpy and like mean to people and like kicking over snowmen because he's like, oh, I just can't wear shoes. Can he I wish- kick over snowmen with one hoof in the a- <laughs> punches them. He just like throat chops okay, snowmen. Fine. And maybe he's like really sad. And he's like, I wish I could wear shoes. And then this little kid's like, hey, my mom's going to die. Can I get her these shoes? And maybe Krampus like has a change of heart. And he's like, I can't wear shoes, but at least I'm not going to die and meet Jesus tonight.
0: <laughs> I don't think Krampus would fare well with Jesus.
1: I don't either. But <laughs> let's
0: find out. Probably
1: not invited to the birthday party. Also,
0: okay, kids have terribly bad taste.
1: They're horrible shoes. They're
0: like They're probably terrible shoes. I don't even know if they're the right size. Not to poke holes in the Christmas mm-hmm. shoe sadness storm, but
1: they're Christmas crocs. Okay, so back to Krampus. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um all right, so yeah, he's got not great feet. He has the shaggy, black, furred body of a goat. Explains the hoof. But not the foot. No, not uh-huh. the foot, but the hoof. Yep. He has long, twisting horns protruding above a grossly demonic face with bloodshot eyes, sharp fangs, and a bright red pointed or forked tongue.
0: Look, he's probably tired. He's been trudging through. Yep. Like, not to defend... Is he a demon? What mm-hmm.
1: to defend the... Eh. Yeah, but also maybe his eyes are just bloodshot from crying to christmas shoes maybe maybe he was jamming out
0: to that Mm -hmm. he got a little sad and
1: that song has to be one of the circles of hell so maybe he just (laughs) listens to it on repeat as he's like a retail worker i think that's the circle of hell krampus is in and he just listens to christmas shoes while folding sweaters yeah i ever
0: tell you about the brief time i worked at toys r us no were you a toys r us kid uh, no i was a toys r us cashier for Uh, a brief season okay because from the day after halloween Mm -hmm. until the day after new year's that's that's a long stretch guys yeah all they played on the intercom on repeat was the alvin and the chipmunks christmas album it was psychological warfare
1: oh no no
0: I want to yeah, hear oh
1: my god I couldn't I couldn't I didn't make it I didn't uh, make it that's how they weed out the weak
0: ones that is a circle of hell <laughs> and I would say that in that go ninja go ninja go song from ninja turtles is right there too
1: don't hate on my turtles but I I can appreciate that listening to it on loop might not be the the greatest joy your life could bring no Alright. So
0: I, I feel you,
1: Krampus, right now. Yeah. Okay. That's why he's all bloodshot and he's just been listening to <laughs> Alvin and, and he, the Chipmunks. And he needs
0: a pedicure. Alvin! For his one-man foot.
1: Yeah. He needs, like, a... They file hooves.
0: They even file hooves! <laughs> I know a guy.
1: I know a goat guy. Okay. They file the hooves. There you go. No, I, just to be clear, I don't know
0: a man who's half goat. I know a man who has some goats. And you don't know
1: Mr. Tumness. I... Don't. Oh, well that's disappointing. You need to spend more time in the wardrobe. I know a bunch of goats though. Okay. Do they faint? Not
0: that I've seen.
1: Disappointing. Do they wear pajamas? No. Also disappointing.
0: But one of them headbutted me in the crotch once. That's a start. Okay. Okay.
1: So if you've only they like been... vanilla
0: wafers. Oh.
1: What? They
0: really like vanilla. Oh.
1: Okay, I didn't hear the first part. I just heard vanilla wafers as I started <laughs> talk. I wanted to give you something happier than they butted me in okay. the crotch <laughs> something on Mr. Tumnus cute level okay cause I was like about to you like vanilla wafers I was about to talk about my Christmas demon and I just hear vanilla wafers and I was
0: like okay maybe he just didn't get enough vanilla wafers.
1: And his shoes. And he
0: needs his foot taken care of because he's not equipped to deal with that. He doesn't have any
1: rocks to naturally file down his hoof I think this is a sympathetic story, and I think so the fun. the story idea I've gotten this week is like a, a sad Krampus story. I'm gonna write a All sad right. Krampus Christmas story and it'll be available on our Patreon. Everybody, just just leave out some vanilla wafers for Krampus yeah. this year Yes, I love that tradition. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Okay, so if you've only been a little bit bad during this year, campus will punish you by whipping you with a switch. I could like that. As a reminder (laughs) to do better in the year ahead. That sounds terrible, but okay. But if you've been very bad, he will scoop you up into his sack and carry you back to his cave to eat you, or maybe all the way back down to hell where Chipmunk's Christmas is on repeat. (laughs) Sure. Please, God. (laughs) While Krampus has had ties to Santa or Saint Nick for the last few hundred years, like most Christmas traditions, he can be traced back to pagan roots. Well, I'm not surprised. He's half goat, half human. And beats people with a birch switch, which my autocorrect really wanted to be a bitch switch. (laughs) I kind of like that. I do too. (laughs) I gotta pull out the bitch switch. (laughs) vanilla wafers that's the same word oh wait vanilla wafers you're okay (laughs) oh god (laughs) guys we're in a really weird headspace tonight we had like a an hour-long conversation about just like being sad and mental health but we're trying really hard right now (laughs) okay so according to these pagan traditions krampus was said to be the son of the norse ruler of the underworld hell as well as loki (laughs) So great parents really uh leads you to be a, a fun kind of guy. You know those Norse and
0: those Greek and, and Roman gods really interbred. So he got around, man. No wonder that he's so he's poor thing with his hoof and his. It's foot just a really just, sad.
1: That's a sad example. gene pool. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Though from some, the Habsburg family,
1: <laughs> though some people think that his origins are actually from the pagan Yule goat which was sometimes a being who was used as an incentive for pagan kids to behave. Wait a second. I There's tried, a separate goat? I tried really hard to find anything about that because I was like, See, um, you can't just leave me hanging here, SmithsonianMag.com. I know about Yule
0: Catan, and I really hope you do Yule Catan. Okay. Um, that is the Christmas cat. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, contend I think I'm saying that right.
1: I, I think once I had a, to go to a. I think I know a different name for it, but yes, I'm on board.
0: I went to a Christmas party where you all had to dress up like different Christmassy things, and that's what I went as. It's very. Mostly because I you. that's what I had laying around.
1: Yeah. Just like cat stuff. Yeah, that's on brand. You just you just like strapped your cat to yourself, and you're like, I'm a Christmas cat. Wow. Yeah something so I, like that. So I tried to look up the yule goat and apparently like it's still a thing to like have a yule goat decoration, but I couldn't find this like yule goat that will fuck up your kid. So I'm wondering <laughs> if maybe it was literally a goat in uh-huh. like the pagan times that they were like, "Hey, it'll just headbutt you in the crotch if you don't give it vanilla wafers. Be good hey. cuz like goats will break you." I got a yule goat guy. Do you want a yule goat? You're a witch. Would you like a yule goat for Christmas? Hell yeah, let's go.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll arrange a video chat with your very own mule goat. I would love nothing more. And then when you say so, I will be your arm and I will just give the vanilla wafers. Oh and you can God. pretend like you're feeding the vanilla wafers.
1: Please. Okay. I want it to be like an app game that I can just like tap on the screen. and be yeah. like, cookie, 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 cookie.
0: <laughs>
1: if you can't see me right
0: now, but yeah. I, what I'm doing is I'm I'm giving a cookie every time.
1: It's very much like the... Is
0: vanilla wafer a cookie?
1: we can't have this conversation jesse this episode's gonna be six hours long i'm sorry okay all right as we know christianity took over and became the dominating religion throughout europe and much of the world by force yes and as new traditions took over the yule goat became krampus and he became associated with christmas okay
0: yeah. I'm in. Sorry, in I'm sh- shutting up because I, I wouldn't, I'd stay on the vanilla wafer thing forever. I'd I know you
1: would, Sugar. Yeah. I know you would. In the 12th century, the Catholic Church made an attempt to banish all mention of Krampus because they believed that he was too close to the devil. But does the devil have a regular foot? I don't think that we know that, but he looks pretty not, not like the devil. Certainly. So he's like an upside down Baphomet, kind of. Did you say an upside down bath mat? Baphomet? Baphomet. The that? goat headed, like, a lot of times that's kind of. Oh, oh, headed. yeah. Like the satanic symbol. Yeah. He's like yeah. an upside right. down Baphomet because he's got the, the human-ish top parts. It's the Wait, wait, his head is
0: human? I thought his head was more goat-like. It's
1: pretty humanoid. He's just got okay. horns. All
0: right so while you're doing that I'm gonna do a little google here and find myself a picture yeah
1: he's very much he's got like the Mr. Tumnus vibe where his bottom half is goat his top half is mostly person and he's got big ass like um long what's the spirally sheep guys longhorn buck buck rams big horns yeah big horn rams rams. there you go rams but there's a specific type Okay. I don't know. Anyways, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. Despite the church's attempts to get people oh, to... Oh, he's creepy. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, I mean, I knew, but, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but then to see it is mm-hmm. a whole no. Okay, I could...
0: I, I kind of get behind the Catholic church a little bit in this. It's a little creepy.
1: They're not wrong. They're not wrong here. Yeah. Go on. Alright, so despite their attempts to get people to stop celebrating the tradition of Krampus, he persisted through the ages and when the postcard industry industry boomed at the end of the 19th century krampus found a new way to rise and krampus cards became the new trend and i am so into krampus cards it's not even a little bit funny so these cards were beautifully painted like the christmas cards of the time they have these it's it's that kind of rockwellian stylized painted style Mm -hmm. except on these cards was depicted scenes of krampus kidnapping beating licking or maybe even roasting children alive licking yeah why is he licking his like creepy tongue i don't know if he's like he's not like but like his creepy tongue is like over them don't
0: snakes have creepy tongues too i mean i they do but i wonder isn't that how snakes just like tell what something is maybe he's just like oh there's a child I think so. I I I keep defending the weird goat guy. I'm sorry. I just, you know,
1: Team Krampus. But also, I love, uh, so like, they're all these very, like, kind of creepy and upsetting. Like I said, he's got a kid on, like, a spit roast in one of these. Like, it's kind of weird, but they all say, Gruß vom Krampus, which means greetings from Krampus. So it's like a literal holiday card for Krampus. (laughs) And I love it so much alternatively okay there were adult krampus cards i do i want to know is it going to take a sexual turn which depicted krampus seducing women of course it did yes or women with krampus's birch or bitch switch at this point it's a bitch switch raised over like they were going to use it on him being a little sassy and turning the tables krampus is into a little bdsm vanilla wafer is your safe word (laughs) I'm just in love with all of this. I oh, I oh. want Krampus cards in my life. You can buy them on all Etsy. Right. I've already checked. I want, I want instead of, you know, like the ugly sweaters is the trend. You just want to send out a bunch of Krampus BDS no, I and want, vanilla wafer? I want a Krampus Christmas sweater. I've seen some of them <laughs> and I love the idea. I want a gruesome Krampus. I live in Germany. I should have a German Christmas sweater. You should find that somewhere. They've got to have it hanging around. I'm so here for it. Maybe next year, when things are open again, I can find my dream sweater. I will wear it every day. And a weird antique for me. Yes. Yes. A weird antique. Preferably jewelry. A weird Krampus antique. In the 1930s, after the Dolphus regime came into power in Austria, they again started a campaign to ban Krampus because fascists ruin everything. Yeah. Yeah. In 1953, the Austrian Catholic Union newspaper worked with the head of the Vienna kindergarten system to send out pamphlets to parents that called Krampus, quote, an evil man and warned parents that celebrating Krampus Nacht, which is Krampus night, could scar children for life, which is probably fair.
0: Yeah. Enjoy kindergarten. Here's a pamphlet of shame.
1: (laughs) They also vowed to arrest Krampus whenever they saw him and banned all Krampus celebrations. Okay. So don't worry, guys. The police will arrest Krampus.
0: I'm sure that's not going to backfire on them.
1: Even with their best efforts, the alt-right couldn't keep Krampus away and his traditions persisted once again.
0: I... Okay. I... Get that it's scarring to kids. Yes, yeah. you probably shouldn't tell your kids they're going to get abducted and whipped in the night. I, yeah. I agree with that. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd agree with the alt-right on something, <laughs> but I guess, I guess Krampus would kind of be it.
1: Yeah. We don't yeah. have to
0: erase it from our history.
1: Just maybe, maybe we just... I, I feel like yeah. the, the missing step here is like, hey, parents, don't tell your kids that Krampus is going to beat them with a birch switch. But, like, if y'all want to do some, like, Krampus role play and you want to get whipped with a bitch switch, that's your prerogative. <laughs> Where's that in the kindergarten pamphlet? <laughs> Where do babies come from?
0: Well, mommy and daddy got a bitch switch one night. And mommy didn't save vanilla wafer, and here
1: you are. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> According to an article from the 1950s, oh from the 1958 year of our Lord, from 1958, from Austria, Krampus would deliver gold painted bundles of birch sticks to children, which were smaller versions of what he would use to beat bad children with, for families to hang up on the wall as a reminder throughout the year for what would happen if you weren't good and that these twigs were found in the quote, particularly in those houses where the behavior of the children merits the application of corporal correction.
0: How many years
1: later, and now it's Elf on the Shelf. We had Birch on the wall turned into Elf in the hall. Shelf. Elf on the shelf. Yeah, uh, I'm very anti-Elf on the shelf. That's my hot take. I think it's too much work, and I think it's creepy as fuck. And we don't invite that fae into our house unless they're Jesse. Uh. <laughs> and if you have snacks, I will show up. Yeah, I'm team not Elf on the shelf. So maybe we'll have Birch in the hall. <sighs> Where am I? I keep getting. T- turned around see this is what happens when you and i get slap happy and talk for an hour about how sad we are and i drink and then have to tell stories
0: oh mine's gonna just bum everybody out again so it's let's fine. enjoy it while we can
1: to this day there are festivals each winter where there are krampus lofts which literally means krampus run and it's where people dress up as krampus and run through the streets chasing people and making mischief
0: how do you do that with a prosthetic
1: goat hoof i don't know but people do. But people do. I believe Bloomington, Indiana has that. Some places, it's become very trendy in the States as well. And I'm very sad that everything is closed and I live in Germany. Because I would so go to you one would, of these.
0: You should totally, oh, you can't. But if right.
1: you did, then it would be, ah. Oh. I know.
0: Okay. I know. Oh, But fun fact, our very own Mike Carlin, who did the yes. our supposedly theme song, he used to go to one every year. Oh, that's awesome. He told me about that once that there was a Krampus run he was going to and taking
1: pictures or something. I don't know. But shout out to Mike. Mike. Yeah. So last year it was reported that these Krampus lofts were responsible for drunken, disorderly calls. Not surprised.
0: I believe anything is going to result in that but
1: though. when you're dressed up as, any festival when you're dressed up as a christmas demon and your whole objective is to like scare the crowd <laughs> you're off to not a great start in the drunken disorderly category okay
0: i like how there's a category where they're like Krampus, yeah. and
1: then drunk crampus yeah <laughs> Unfortunately, but wisely, these events have been called off for this year with the hopes to resume in 2021. And that statement comes from Munich's website.
0: Thank you for that informative
1: like, update. But me. no, like this is a big deal, like to the point where like I know it's a big. the deal. Munich website's like, hey, sorry on behalf of Munich that this shit ain't happening. But like y'all got uh, on COVID. On behalf of
0: Krampus, <laughs> he's not coming this year. He doesn't <laughs> want to wear a mask. COVID.
1: Yeah, just- it wouldn't fit over his long forked tongue very well.
0: He couldn't figure it
1: out. But yeah, yo, we get this vaccine. My primary goal is not to get to go home and see my family. It's not to get to go home and see you. It's to be oh, able thanks. to go to a Krampus run next year.
0: Well, you better, <laughs> you better show up to that. I know. It I know. We have, we, have on a your phone couple,
1: we have a couple more years here and I'm really hopeful that things are normalized next year because Christmas in Germany is really pretty magical in general there's Christmas markets and uh anyways. here's what I want for you I want
0: for okay. you to be able to go to Oktoberfest which mm-hmm. you weren't able to do and I want you to I went be able the first year
1: I, I went I did. went to Oktoberfest about two weeks after I got off the plane I was still kind of jet lagged very confused staying in a hotel okay, so and at I got drunkest I've ever gotten in my life
0: and then I want you to get some good sausage somewhere I don't
1: know oh I've had a lot of good sausage. oh well that's oh,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> did somebody bring their bitch switch Ooh,
1: <laughs> no one's saying vanilla way for tonight no uh, no that's just kind of the food of germany yeah and it's a very meat heavy place but no oktoberfest was a lot of fun it was kind of like every single midwest state fair i've ever been to okay on a was much funnel scale was there funnel cake kind of there was like german okay. equivalents uh yeah it, there was like a midway that had like carnival games and stuff a lot of little food kiosks I ate like half of a chicken don't really remember that uh, I, I ate I half sh- of a chicken and don't remember that are you Krampus? <laughs> I shared it with a girl who I didn't really know We and how pretty we were because he, that's what you, you could do a drunk girl in the bathroom moment yeah, except you know? it was over a
0: chicken gold that's, that's beautiful
1: I am who I am I love that you said that's beautiful it reminds me of like those have you ever seen those stories that are like in my culture we we don't say I love you we say blah 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 and I think that's beautiful and it's like in my culture we don't say I love you to drunk girls we share a chicken and I think that's beautiful beautiful. (laughs) yeah pretty much okay all right we've already had the food is my love language conversation with each other chipotle is mine yep I don't have chipotle rub it in Sorry, but yeah. you do have Krampus I, I in do. 2021. In 2021, Krampus is on hold. So during these Krampus runs, the tradition is to wear elaborate hand-carved wooden masks, though now you'll see oh. some pretty intense horror movie quality like prosthetics and silicone. I have. And, I saw that. Yo, they're intense, but the original ones are actually really beautiful. And the traditional masks are considered pieces of folklore history and are even mm. included in like museums. Of course they should be. And on the topic of museums... You know I love a good museum. Kitzbühel and Staloffen, which I'm not saying right, which are towns nope. in Austria, both have Krampus museums. You gotta go to that. I really need COVID to be over. There's so much stuff I want to do. I want to go to Switzerland, see where my grandparents are from. I want to go to Krampus everything all the time. Yep. So yeah, Krampus has withstood the test of time for years and years and years and forever. Um... And then I have a second shorter backup story just because everyone's heard of Krampus and it's kinda lame. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so really quickly, we are gonna head to Wales.
0: Okay. Hey and we're gonna...
1: Hey. I'm partially from there. Well then we're gonna talk about some weird shit that your ancestors got up to. Yay! Love we're it. Let's do it. Talking about the Mary Lloyd. <gasps> Oh, is you this know. the
0: rap battle? Yeah,
1: battle of deer for alcohol? Yes. I'm in. Okay. I just, I'm just, me, so I had to tell this story because this checks all the so posedly boxes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, for those of you who don't know, the Mary Lloyd is a horse skull on a stick, kind of like the hobby horse heads that little kids ride around on, with one or two people under a sheet holding it who goes house to house while it's hype men challenge people to a christmas caroling or v- vosseling rap battle how do you get the job of horse on stick r- hype man uh, i think you lose out on being the horse itself okay. uh, it's like it's usually just like six what's drunk- just better to be the hype man or to be the hype man the stick? it's gotta be hype hot man, and stinky under right? that sheet
0: right hype yeah. man would be better yeah
1: um, it's just a boop, 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 all day. The custom was first recorded in eighteen hundred and told of these groups of men, the Mary Lloyd, who went house to house in this horse head regalia. And when I say horse head, I mean skull. Like it is creepy as fuck.
0: <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picturing how this got started and I'm pretty sure
1: it started at a pub. It's like a it's like a Greek like frat boy shit like this is like yeah hey i got an idea grab that horse skull i got a stick
0: let's Let's go go get some booze this was somebody's drunken idea
1: completely and i'm here for it so at each house they would ask to come in with a catchy song where the homeowner was expected to deny them leaving them to try again and again until they lost this kind of rap battle and the homeowner gave in and let the mary lloyd bunch in for booze and snacks which are i i love rap i love booze i love snacks i love dead things let's go <laughs> this is right up Bruce's alley it's it's everything i've ever wanted so it's unclear the origins of the name some people believe that it refers to the holy mother mary referring to the donkey that she rode somebody was drunk
0: and was out of booze and was yeah. like come on
1: guys i got an idea and wore down their neighbor who was like you know what fuck it tim Yeah, others think it means the gray mare, referencing the appearance. So, this tradition also obviously predates Christianity. So if it does um, bear the name as a reference to Mary, Mother of Jesus, it's definitely a Christian rebranding. Potentially. some drunk guy named
0: Tim who was out of whiskey and thought it was a good idea. Guys, is what it was. And then eventually his other drunk buddies were like, let's make it a thing.
1: (laughs) So potentially the character originally resembled death due to the white sheets. And this was part of the pagan Samhain traditions. But then they just moved it up to Christmas and they're like, yeah, it's more fun to get drunk at Christmas time because it's cold as shit somebody had a white sheet available come on yeah it's
0: like your when your mom's like oh you're gonna be a ghost for halloween this year mom are we poor yes yes we are give me <laughs> put the on your sheet and
1: shut up <laughs> uh okay it's also been suggested that this was meant to represent a fertility character which i'm sure it is because the whiskey the gets you babies oh yeah This is another tradition that was almost pushed out by Christianity, but in the last century, people have been working really hard to resurrect it, which is pretty awesome to watch it revive from being almost completely extinct to now there are new drunk 20-somethings wrapping it out in a horse you know race.
0: what tim's great 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 grandson chad decided that he needed some booze and maybe, brought it back.
1: maybe he did a 23 and me and found out that his great great grandpa was the first mary lloyd and he was like i gotta bring it back for my this is my family
0: this is my legacy yeah. give me your booze
1: uh so the mary lloyd is said to have a jaw that can move so it can actually articulate its wrapping <laughs> And is adorned with ribbons and significant symbols. People actually like put a lot of work into these. It's pretty cool. After the rap battle is over, the homeowner makes the requests of the Mary Lloyd not to put out the fire or destroy anything or be an asshole. And then once they're inside, all of that goes out the window and it's the Mary Lloyd and it's hype men's job to just fuck shit up. This
0: sounds terrible. You're out whiskey. Your house is messed up. There's yeah. some weird guy with a horse skull
1: hanging Staring around. Carrying your the- children. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my favorite part. Oh, crazy ancestors. <laughs> um, and then I'll end with a quote from The Ballad of the Mary Lloyd by Vernon Watkins. Mary Lloyd, Lloyd Mary, a sacred thing through the night they carry. Betrayed are the living, betrayed the dead. All are confused by a horse's head. Fair. I'm confused. Yeah. So I was just worried that Krampus wasn't quite long enough or good enough for the people who already knew about him. So I just wanted to give you a weird rat-battling horse skull.
0: I, I love a good rat-battling horse skull.
1: Yay. Now make me sad. I, I will. Okay. So it's December
0: 26th in Boulder, Colorado, when police received a, quite a distressing 911 call. The voice was of Patsy Ramsey, who claimed her daughter had been kidnapped. Now, this was a very weird case for Boulder, Colorado, because they hadn't really dealt with the kidnapping. Not to mention, it's December 26th, so a lot of the police officers that would normally be available were on Christmas vacation, mm-hmm. and they were kind of down to a bit of a skeleton crew. So police arrived to find John Bennett Ramsey and Patsy Ramsey clearly distressed. Patsy shows police a three-page ransom note demanding $118,000 for the return of her daughter. The note went on to state that she should not contact the police in any regard, otherwise John Bennett would be killed. So police come in and they try to take control of the crime scene, but because they were so understaffed and they hadn't had a lot of experience with a kidnapping before or a ransom note in any regard, they didn't do a very good job of securing the crime scene. And at one point they even allow John Bennett, her father, mm-hmm. to go search the home. In doing so, he goes to search the basement and that's where he finds the body of JonBenet Ramsey, his okay. six-year-old daughter. She had been strangled and was found with tape over her mouth, and her hands were tied together with a cord. Uh. There were some signs of sexual assault at the time, and these reports are heartbreaking that he comes upstairs holding his daughter's body and is sobbing, and he lays her underneath the Christmas tree.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: take a moment to let that sink in. Yeah. It's- how, how terrible that would have been.
1: I kind of did that thing we do where we just like silently react. And I was like, I have to say something. This is an auditory platform, but holy shit. He
0: he lays the body underneath the Christmas tree. And that's when police decide, okay, maybe we should start getting this crime scene locked down a little better. And they go on to take control. The FBI is called in um, and the scene is locked off. So like I said before, Boulder detectives did a pretty poor job of preserving the evidence. Mm -hmm and they were even allowed John Ramsey to s- disrupt the crime scene by removing her his daughter's body from the basement.
1: Yeah. Which I mean as a parent I don't know how you don't do that, but like from the true crime perspective, oh my god, even touching her disrupting any of that is uh well and they had
0: friends over there at the time who had come over to show support and all that so at the time there's no signs of an intruder that they found Mm -hmm. and suspicion quickly falls on jean Bonnet's parents as police begin to look at who's closest to her Mm -hmm. to solve this murder they start thinking that the ransom note seems pretty suspicious because not only did they strangely specifically ask for the amount of eight one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars that amount was strange because that's the exact amount of a bonus Sean Bennett Ramsey had received for by his employer
1: previously. Oh, so you have to know some things.
0: Yeah. The paper that the ransom note had been written on, it was found in the Ramsey home as well. Hmm. And the note seemed to be very unusually wordy and written. Yeah, Most ransom notes are pretty direct and gets the point historically. Mm-hmm. And to have a three-page note that kind of rambled on about who they were and all that was a little overly detailed
1: well yeah because it's usually money this time this place be there or she dies
0: so the note requests that um that john and patsy wait for a call between the times of 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. to discuss what's next. Of course, that call never comes and that's when John's allowed to look around the home and discovers the body of Jean Bidet. So this case becomes immediately sensationalized because John and Patsy Ramsey, they didn't do the best job at cooperating with the investigation immediately. And this really fueled speculation about their guilt in the case. In addition, Jean Bonnet was known to be a pageant queen at a very young age. She was a very active participant in beauty pageants, which required her to wear heavy makeup, sophisticated clothing, and was widely considered to be inappropriate. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with the Jean Bonnet Ramsey case, it's a six-year-old girl dressed up to be that of, what, 26, 30-year-old woman
1: in But it's, it's so makeup. much more than that. I mean, it's the spray tans and the fake nails and the fake and eyelashes. The fake and the yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's more than than even I, as a 25-year-old woman, do on a regular basis. It's a very artificial, glamorous visage.
0: So the investigation into her murder continues for more than two years. Uh, And it has been just... A case. So I'm going to get into the timeline a little bit. I'm trying to jump around in this because I, one, it's a case I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with, yeah. and two, like I said, we're kind of on a time crunch at this point. So on January 4th, 1997, reports reveal that Jean Benet's skull had been fractured. Oh my. ABC did an interesting look at this and try to match what could possibly match the indentation made in her skull they likened it to that of being smashed in with a like a maglite flashlight at the
1: time okay that's very specific
0: right the next step in the process was april 30th 1997 police conduct their first formal interviews with john and patsy ramsey and if you're wondering why it took Four so long months later it's because they immediately lawyered up and they didn't really want to cooperate with police because they felt like police were only looking at them and not finding yeah. wow. who could have done this to their daughter. Jean Bonnet was said to be strangled with a garrote fastened mm-hmm. out of a paintbrush handle that had belonged to Patsy Ramsey, that was found not far from the body. And on December 1997, Boulder police say that John and Patsy Ramsey remain under an umbrella of suspicion. Okay. Basically saying they're people of interest, yeah, which then fuels a huge public outrage against them. In January 15th of 1998, Bonnet's parents declined to participate in a second interview with detectives, and they said that they're not going to cooperate unless police allow them to review evidence in the case which is interesting. Handwriting analysis then goes on to say that it's very likely Patsy Ramsey wrote the note.
1: That's great. Handwriting analysis is so fascinating too.
0: It is. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's it's believed that you can change your handwriting for a couple sentences, maybe up to a paragraph. Yeah. Uh, in watching interviews with the handwriting analysis that actually did um, the full analysis of this ransom note, yeah, she shows very clear signs that it could have likeliness to Patsy Ramsey's handwriting. in hmm. the fact that Patsy would often make her cues like eights.
1: Um, oh, okay. That's very specific.
0: And there are a few other things. I'll, I'll read the ransom note here yeah. in a little bit. But there were a few very specific things that kind of jumped out at them. Mm-hmm. Another piece of evidence that kind of stood out to police during this investigation was a bowl of pineapple found with a spoon on the kitchen table. In Patsy and uh, John's timeline of events... They arrive home from a Christmas party, and they put John Bonet to bed right away, and she isn't given anything to eat mm-hmm. after they get home. Um, her stomach contents later showed that she had pineapple in her stomach. So this bowl of pineapple that was left out is very suspicious because if their timeline is to believe, be believed, the intruder or whoever had murdered John right. Bonet likely was the one to give her the pineapple before her final moments.
1: Wow. That's so eerie.
0: So on October 13th, 1999, Boulder County District Attorney Alex Hunter states that no indictments will be issued due to a lack of evidence in the case. They were having a hard time because of police involvement and just the disintegration of the time. Yeah. the crime scene like i said a few police arrived they had family friends in the home mm-hmm. um it was pretty well contaminated and not a lot of pictures were taken yeah at the exact time before her body was killed.
1: yeah
0: so in december of 2003 new dna samples are submitted to the fbi database in the hope of finding new leads jean Benet did show some signs of sexual abuse which we're just not going to get into okay um Another interesting thing that was found was a suitcase that had been kind of dragged over to a nearby window where they found a little bit of DNA as though someone possibly could have put her in the suitcase and tried to get her out. Right. Unfortunately, in June 24th of 2006, Patsy Ramsey, who's 49, dies of ovarian cancer. Mm -hmm. A lot of documentaries that you'll see about this case I'm trying to. I, I don't want to tiptoe around this, but a lot of them cast a lot of blame towards Patsy, just because yeah. she showed some very interesting reactions to mm-hmm. interviews and and things like that. She was a former beauty queen herself, yeah. And a lot, I don't think a lot of people found it easy to relate to her. Plus, during the 911 call, initially, some people claim to hear the voice of a young child that they believe to be Burke Ramsey. Okay john and patsy's younger son Mm -hmm. but in their timeline of events burke was kind of rushed out of the house pretty quickly and therefore shouldn't have been in the call
1: Oh, okay, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, a lot of people point towards Patsy Ramsey for that as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of suspicion was put on them. Um and on August sixteenth, two thousand and six, officials announced that forty-one-year-old John Mark Carr has been arrested in Bangkok, Thailand, as a suspect of the case. So he tells an American investigator that he drugged Jean Bonnet and sexually assaulted her before he accidentally killed her. Wow. But DNA tests failed to link him to the crime scene. And at the time, this is such a prominent and talked about case that mm-hmm. a lot of copycat people were claiming that they had something to do with it just yeah. for the notoriety in itself yeah so dna tests exalt him and i believe they were unable to even point him in the area of boulder colorado at the time too okay so july 29th, 2008 the district attorney mary Lacey says that no one in the Ramseys is considered a suspect and formally apologizes in a letter to john ramsey so this is what over ten years since the death of his child.
1: You said it was two thousand. No, uh, two thousand and eight. Okay.
0: And the murder wow. happened in ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah, wow. So they absolved the family of any any negative doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I think that's fair though. Like when it's a when it's like a wife, you always look at the husband. When it's a child, you always right. The parents. Like it, traditionally, we have a kind of that pattern set up. It's unfortunate how long it took to to clear them, but yeah,
0: right. Um, and because DNA was starting to kind of show up that they had right. taken. Remember, in the nineties, DNA was not what it is today yeah. or back in two thousand and eight. Um, yeah. so they had found some some dna of a male
1: mm-hmm. and
0: possibly multiple male individuals oh my gosh in different areas one of which being where she was assaulted right so february 2009 the boulder police department resumes its status as the lead agency investigating the case and october 2nd 2010 police investigators conduct some new rounds of interviews january 27th of 2003 uh, the Boulder Daily Camera reports that in 1999, the grand jury voted to indict John and Patsy Ramsey on charges of child abuse resulting in death, but Hunter decided there wasn't enough evidence to file the charges and did not indeed sign the indictment. Hmm. So December 28th, this is where we're going to get into a little bit of this documentary that his leader had charges pressed against it yeah. 2016 cbs airs a documentary series about the case suggesting that jean benet's brother burke ramsey may have in fact been the culprit they suspect I don't know, can I say this without us getting sued? If I say what they proposed...
1: I mean, I, I think you can because you're just reporting what someone else said.
0: Right. Okay, so they proposed that Burke wanted some of this pineapple and yeah. in a fit of jealous rage gets basically a mag light out and hits her out of off the back of the head. Okay. And that allegedly Patsy, if not Patsy, and John Bennett yeah. covered up the murder... Um, for fear that their son might be taken away from them as well as their daughter who had passed. Right. One thing to note, though, is that while she did have an indention in her skull from the maglite, it said she's believed to survive that. And then it was actually being strangled to death that killed her. Wow. So Burke Ramsey files a $250 million defamation lawsuit against the network and the production company that made this documentary. And one of the experts that's featured in it, Dr. Werner Spitz. So Burke had filed separate defamation lawsuits against the same guy in October, stemming from a comment that the doctor made during a radio interview. Mm. And John Ramsey later files his own suit against CBS at a Michigan State court.
1: Wow. I mean, so uh, absolving them of any guilt as what has been publicly done. It's right. horrible to have this chasing you down. It's been 25 years. I mean, for this to still be, oh, do you think the parents, they're like, oh my god, if, if you are truly innocent and you're still having those rumors brought up about your family i can't imagine how haunting that is to still be grieving the loss of your child and also to still have your name in those people's mouths
0: oh absolutely um so the case is still open today Mm -hmm. and if you have any information please get in touch with boulder police yeah however you can um I'm going to go ahead and pull up that ransom note and read that okay, to you yeah. guys, and then we'll talk a little bit more about things that jumped out in the ransom note and how they were mm-hmm. investigated. Sorry, I have to pull it up in, in a translation because the original handwriting got gotcha. a little tricky.
1: Well, yeah, the so. cues are all eights. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, so Patsy Ramsey claimed that she found the ransom note near the bottom of the stairs the day her daughter disappeared. Mm -hmm. and it reads, Dear Mr. Ramsey, listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. We do respect your business, but not the country that it serves. At this time, we have your daughter in our possession. She is safe and unharmed, and if you want her to see 1997, you must follow our instructions to the letter. You will withdraw $118,000 from your account. $100,000 will be in $100 bills and the remaining $18,000 in 20, $20 bills. Make sure that you bring an adequate-sized attaché to the bank. That's quite a word there, attaché. Right. When you get home, you will put the money in a brown paper bag. I will call you between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on delivery. The delivery will be exhausting, so I advise you be rested. If we monitor you getting the money early, we might call you earlier to arrange an earlier delivery of the money, and hence, an earlier delivery pickup of your daughter. Hmm anything you want to say on that before i continue
1: no i'll wait till the end i will hold my comments
0: any deviation of my instructions will result in the immediate execution of your daughter you will also be denied her remains for proper burial the two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not practically like you so i advise you not to provoke them speaking to anyone about your situation such as police fbi etc will result in your daughter being beheaded If we catch you talking to a stray dog, she dies. If you alert the bank authorities, she dies. If the money is in any way marked or tampered with, she dies. You will be scanned for electronic devices, and if any are found, she dies. You can try to deceive us, but be warned that we are familiar with law enforcement countermeasures and tactics. You stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us. Follow our instructions, and you stand a 100% chance of getting her back. You and your family are under constant scrutiny, as well as the authorities. Don't try to grow a brain, John. You are not the only fat cat around, so don't think that killing will be difficult. Don't underestimate us, John. Use that good Southern common sense of yours. It's up to you now, John. Victory. SBTC.
1: Wow no so the revelation that I kind of had is since we do think that it looks kind of like the mom's handwriting I just I wonder if like part of the story hasn't come out that maybe she was like being held up or something and they like made her write it so it wouldn't be traced back I don't that's the only thing I can think of because that's a weird as hell note
0: yeah to be clear we don't think that handwriting analysis well assessed yeah. that. true <laughs> that that is very likely her handwriting
1: yeah. But I mean, since like, that's what the, the data shows that, yeah, like, that could, maybe it was written under coercion or could be. I don't know, it's, it's so oddly formal. It is very oddly formal. But also that kind of makes me think, um, is that like, so I know some Spanish and the way that my experience has been with learning foreign languages is that you're often taught kind of a more formal awesome. archaic version of it. Okay. And so if they do represent like this foreign faction that maybe English isn't their first language, maybe that's why they're using attache instead of backpack bag. or <laughs> large bag. Well, because, you know, maybe it's that they're grasping for the first word that they can think of Could kind be. of thing. And I don't know, or maybe like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know it's it's very bizarre the whole note is weird right
0: and they do very much go into kind of a lot of detail which yeah. fbi uh released well they didn't release a statement but they've spoken in documentaries mm. about how in most cases with ransom notes they're very short they're very to the point yeah. and they don't usually go on to talk about who they are
1: right or
0: why they are doing it because that's something that you would maybe do if you were trying to cast suspicion on someone else So to say they are a small foreign faction and to go on to mention that there are two men that have the daughter that do not like
1: him. Well, also because it feels like at that point you're arming the FBI or whoever should you get them involved with stats and data that can help you apprehend them. It's like... All right, well, how many guys got her? We know two guys got her. All right. And you can kind of put your SWAT team around that, you know.
0: Why are they going after John? Because he's not the only fat cat around, because he's wealthy.
1: Exactly. Oh, do we need to put the other guys at John's company on high level? Like, it's a lot of information.
0: It is a lot of information. And typically, it stands as the longest ransom note to ever been reported, currently. Oh,
1: wow. Supposedly. I'm
0: going to say, because. I don't know how long the documentary is that I watched is out of date
1: by... Yeah, who knows? but to be fair, yeah. it's still up there as one of the longest. Absolutely. Because, yeah, I mean, usually it's, like, tweet links. <laughs> like, it's, like, Two right. o'clock, the park, 5,000, let's go. You'll get your daughter back safely. Yeah. Right. So
0: this is a very very
1: interesting it feels like a cv it's like right what's your objective (laughs) to get a job at a small foreign faction what is your mission statement we will kill the daughter right it's it's very yeah
0: yeah so you can see why police and the fbi kind of had some doubt towards that yeah it's following i mean there have been a lot of things that the fbi looked into as well as yeah. the police in this case there's the man we talked about who claimed to have done it and who was arrested um they looked into a man who played santa oh. at a christmas party who had given her a note that had said something to the effect of um after christmas something very special will happen to you and oh. he was absolved of any any yeah. wrongdoing
1: or it anything felt creepy and the timing on that is just like, Not great. Feel worthy,
0: right? Um, and then a lot of conspiracy theories have popped up as well, mm-hmm. including one that she is actually Katy Perry. All right. Yeah. So the Jaminet case is one of those that continues to grow in pop culture, and every yeah. time there's a new documentary aired, or it gets in the news, or there's an anniversary, yeah, there's a new team of reporters that tries to investigate what happened, as well as oftentimes there are people who unfortunately. They try to call and claim that they have done this for notoriety.
1: Yeah, that's just such broken people. So, that, my friends, is the very brief
0: overview of the Jean Bonet
1: Ramsey case. Thank you. And
0: I hope someday
1: we'll have some answers on that one. I do too. I mean, she deserves that, if nothing else. Absolutely. Um,
0: and her her father went on to have kind of a sad life so far. I mean, yeah. his wife died, Patsy, not long right. after that. And then he actually had a twenty one year old daughter who died in a car accident. Oh, no. That was half sibling of John Bonnet. Wow. That's Plus his whole life he's had to go through with scrutiny.
1: well and like when you literally name your child after you so distinctly like it's not like ramsey's not the most uncommon name right that you could kind of sneak into that but it's like oh your name is john bennett kind of like john benet like everyone knows who you are she was named after her father like you you clearly are the same dude like you can't even check into a hotel yeah so he's had a hard life with that i believe at one point he dated the mother of natalie holloway Oh my gosh. I guess the trauma kind of. Yeah, they bonded over wow. um,
0: the trauma of their daughter's cases being unsolved at
1: the time. Wow. Mm, so tragic. I almost like, I've kind of always wondered if it could be some kind of a stalker because she was so hypersexualized as this pageant performer yeah, that like the... weird creepy pedophilic obsessions can kind they of. They even
0: ruled out one man who had a makeshift shrine dedicated to her.
1: Oh, that's so gross and weird.
0: That was in fact a pedophile um yeah that that's very highly speculated yeah some people believe it could have just been an intruder who saw yeah um i just
1: don't the, know why you write a three-page ransom note at that point if you're a smashing grabber
0: right and the cbs documentary that was sued they alleged mm-hmm. that potentially um someone could have come in and tried to remove her with the suitcase
1: it's upsetting just that we don't have answers like and and how young she was too. Right.
0: And I promise next week I will do a deeper dive. Right on.
1: No, I kind of uh hijacked with we had to do Christmas shoes.
0: We had to do Christmas shoes. We did. And also it's Shonda's very it's a heavy emotional subject. It is. Uh and I I feel like it almost does her a disservice to talk about specifically what kind of sexual assault she faced. Yeah. But know
1: that that is part well, and about y'all it. have Google. Yeah. If, if y'all really those. need to know every single detail, there are a million podcasts and documentaries and all kinds of stuff that's done it. Like we always talk about, we really do try and tell the stories in a humanizing way. And talking about the horribly gruesome things that happened to a six-year-old girl doesn't really do that. So that's not really supposedly shtick.
0: But next week on supposedly, I will do a much deeper dive and cover something much more in depth. Can I, do
1: you have a preview of what you're going to do? I mean, it's the creepy Christmas all month, all, all the time. Yay. Loving it. So we're going to get some more spooky holiday traditions. I'm looking forward to it. Please do. Please do the Christmas cat. I will. It's already on my list. Like I said, you kind of threw me off because I think I have it written down under a different name. So I'm excited to learn all the traditions of it, but yeah, it's it's already on my
0: favorite. I'm trying to think of other Christmas deities I really like. Belschnickel's
1: always good. Yep. Um, that's really all I know. We're going to get into some weird ones. I already have my Oh, wait, wait. Oh. Babushka? Um, Is that a Christmas thing? Russian. Yeah. I thought that was just the Russian word for grandmother.
0: Well, she's a grandmother type figure that would break into your house and leave you sticks and stones under your pillow or something. I could be completely wrong. I mean, same. <laughs> But it's something to that effect of like, ooh, someone comes in and leaves you things for being good. and I could be wrong. I could be butchering that I like it. If not, let's make it a tulpa. Or you could just surprise us with babushka being a thing. Mean Christmas babushka. Babushka is an old woman or grandmother in Russian. Yes, I know that. Mm. But what about Christmas? Oh, yeah. It's
1: also a famous Christmas story. Oh, is it? Yay! Okay, cool. I was not wrong about that
0: right on i had not heard that what's on your christmas list rue other than a german christmas sweater that's crampusy
1: i mean hopefully i'm gonna get a car soon <laughs> uh what's on my list i don't know nothing super exciting um i know it's dumb i'm really pretty happy and pretty fortunate all things considered for how this year has shook out Shaken, uh, my my big christmas wish is a vaccine okay I really want to be able to move about the cabin and do things next you year. You want to get a vaccine, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, a vaccine for Christmas would be great. How dystopian that that's our reality. Um, I mean, like, fuzzy socks and stuff for always... Everybody cool. likes yeah. fuzzy socks. What's on your Christmas list? I don't know. Okay. I know <laughs> I mean, you I'm put me on the me spot. On the I, the spot know I and asked it's you about little it, little and then,
0: like, I, I would
1: like... I'm
0: just going to peek at my Amazon wish list. I there you know. go. Yeah. Christmas um glossy a boy brown and auburn okay
1: i've heard a lot of people really like that yeah
0: a lot of people like the that eyebrow product mm-hmm. um i don't know oh oh okay there's this board game it's a mm-hmm. titanic board game Love but it's it. a role-playing game where you try to survive the sinking of the titanic oh it's a multiplayer game based on the movie by james cameron that, Sweet. That looks pretty fun. and they also have a jaws one that looks pretty awesome as well
1: oh very cool um
0: yeah i guess that's uh and then just i'm trying to move out and get a better place so yeah all, all that kind of
1: crap
0: yeah like a toaster oh and boring crap
1: right <laughs> a toaster and boring crap <laughs> oh but how cool is this cookie jar oh that's super cool so it looks like it's um The top is like a wooden UFO and then the cookies contained within it look like they're being beamed up.
0: Yeah. How cool is that?
1: That's so cool.
0: On my acting little list I have on my Amazon Prime, one of the things I want is a, uh, (laughs) oh my God, you're going to like this. It goes along the same line of that. It's paper clips and a paper clip holder for Mm -hmm. my scripts and stuff that looks the same. It's a UFO that has a magnet on it. And then the paper clips are cows. That's fabulous. I love Isn't that funny? Those. Yeah. So that's my supposedly wish list.
1: I love those. Yeah, we don't have any. Or I don't. Wow, we don't have any. I don't really have anything that I super duper want. Um, I I'm participating in like a Secret Santa thing. Ooh, that's awesome. Um, with a Patreon of a different podcast. I'm super excited because Secret People's get picked like next week, and I'm excited to shop for my little person. Yay! I. I don't love getting gifts it's uncomfortable for me just because I don't like the attention I very much like to be in the background of things um but I love giving presents like I think giving presents is so fun I think I'm kind of good at it uh it's it's very fun for me to like spend time I don't know I, I yeah. like the mischievous like ooh, I know something you don't know that's kind of fun for me but yeah I love I love gifting it's a lot of fun
0: yeah, well, you and Darnell will have a box coming from me. Will it make it there before Christmas? We'll find out.
1: Nobody knows. And you Nobody have something knows. coming from me that I'm really excited about because ah! I really hope you love it.
0: Anything from you I'll love, Ruth.
1: Yeah. It's another box of snacks from the Faye.
0: Ah! I mean, you know, it's not, exactly but you'd be me. down. <laughs> I'd always, I'm would always, i always down for snacks yeah. from the Fae.
1: That's my people's food. I could just, like, Doordash you a Snickers Fae bar snacks? from 7-Eleven and you'd be like, oh,
0: thanks. Yeah. You know... I used to live with a, I used to have two male roommates and whenever mm. I would be on my period and cranky, one of my male roommates, Paul, would just slide a two pack of Reese's under the door. <laughs> He's not <laughs> wrong. And I'm like, yeah, that is how you handle me. Yeah. So, you know, be stung Matt Damon if you're out there. Slide some Reese's under the slide door. Reese's and Reese's under the door and yeah. we'll, be, we'll be chill. There you go.
1: There you go. Well, well I thank think... you guys yeah. for joining us on that Supposedly.
0: Yeah. Where can, where can they find us? You
1: can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at supposedly pod. And we would love it if you send
0: us an email at supposedlypod at gmail.com. We're really trying to get some listeners episodes up and going. So Mm -hmm. if you have any paranormal stories or anything weird or spooky that's happened to you, please let us know. And if there's anything you want us to cover that maybe we haven't drop us a line, we'd love to help you out there and we'll do it more in depth. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And until then join us next time on. Supposedly...